0: The Paunch Stevenson Show. Paunchstevenson.com. Episode 175. Monday, July 25th, 2011. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show. Paunchstevenson.com. Episode 175. I am Rob. You are Greg. Yep. And once again... Oh, no. Once again, we have returned to the Clifton Commons parking lot <laughs> to record the episode. Oh man. Uh, and it's our favorite it's, it's our favorite topic. We've it's like done a tradition it, now. Well, it is. We've done it twice before. Now this is the uh, unfortunately. Yeah, this is the third time we're reviewing a Michael Bay uh, Transformers movie. Oh god. Autobots. Outdoors. Transform and roll oh, out. God. Where this, do we what, I, don't know. I I don't I, I we go through this every time, but where do we begin? I don't know. Alright, so so we just got out of the movie theater, we saw Transformers 3, aka Dark Side of the Moon or whatever <laughs> it was called. Oh man. It's written it was written by Roger Waters. <laughs> Total eclipse of the heart. Uh, what is there to say about this one? Well, it was two and a half hours. First of all, first of all, a Transformers movie should never be two and a half hours. Well, actually, an action movie should never be two and a half hours. The right, Well, the problem was everything is slow-mo. <laughs> Every five minutes, it, it, the movie goes to slow motion. The 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 audio goes to slow motion. The music goes to slow. Everything's That's slow true. motion. I have to say though, in our past movie reviews, the past several years, we complained about the shaky cam and not being able to see what's happening yeah. in the action. Just like when Transformers Two, whatever the the Revenge of yeah. the Fallen or whatever it was called. So, Super 8, J.J. Abrams, we we reviewed that a couple episodes ago. No shaky cam. Yeah. And now Transformers 3, no shaky cam. I think the shaky cam fad is finally over. But there were lens flares. Oh, well, there was a lot of lens flares. But I think the shaky cam fad is finally gone. Well, I think it's... Thankfully. Well, I think it's difficult to do that in a 3D movie. I think that's the problem. Oh, yes. We saw we just came out of Transformers 3 in 3D. Yeah, rip off, but... uh, Triple dimensions. Here's the thing on the length. The movie was, the runtime was, quote, two hours and 35 minutes. Wow. However, even though we got into the theater, what, about 20 minutes late? It hadn't even started yet. It's supposed to start (laughs) 20 minutes before. So if you went into the theater at the exact time that the movie ticket said, right, you would have been sitting there for nearly three hours between the movie and the previews. Yeah, just just long, abysmal, abysmal. All right, so our review. Once again, I feel like we've we've mentioned this in the, our first super crazy Michael Bay Transformers review and in our. Second super crazy Michael Bay Transformers review, but once again, several movies were ripped off. (laughs) This time, uh, they're, well, they ripped off the cartoon, which I guess you can't, I don't know, can you fault them for ripping off something that actually happened before in the Transformers as opposed to the first two movies where, where it had nothing to do with them? they did rip off two episodes of the original Transformers cartoon which on one hand I guess is a good thing <laughs> but on the other hand it's like they still can't think of anything original Well, two of the episodes one episode was the one where uh Optimus Prime and Megatron were dueling, and the loser yes. had to uh, that was uh, get, be banned from Earth. Yeah, that yeah. was... Uh, was that Heavy Metal, heavy metal War? War? Yes. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, that was the f- final episode of the first season. And so Optimus Prime lost the duel. Megatron cannot cheat. If so, he would lose honor. That's right. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. So... We will honor the deal and get in the shuttle. So, uh, you know, in, in that episode of the cartoon, Optimus Prime lost the duel. Yeah. All the Autobots got on the spaceship. Get in the ship. They left take Earth. Take off. And then someone found out. Uh, who was it? Was it Spike or S- someone found out that Megatron cheated? Was it um, Bumblebee or Tele- no? It was No, it was it the, the guy in the wheelchair? Oh, Chip. Chip. Optimus Prime. Megatron cheated. <laughs> Well, what? And that was, was reverse for- the shuttle, back to Earth, Autobots, and transform and roll out. Yeah. Wait, but that was that was the one where wasn't it? Was it Doctor Smooth on YouTube oh, yeah. who did the the goofy thing where right. where they like Chip kept trying to tell them like he's cheating, he's cheating. They kept telling them to shut up. You're an idiot, Chip. Shut up, Chip. Ah, oh, shut up, Chip. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Damn idiot. Well, well, another thing they ripped off was on the original Transformers cartoon. They had Chip, yeah, the boy in the wheelchair. In this one, you had the, the John Turturro uh, guy yeah, in, the wound, yeah, yeah, in the wheelchair. He up the wheelchair. But he was an idiot, though. Then, well, and Chip at least was smart. So, so they ripped off that episode. They ripped off the Space Bridge episode. Well, that was like every episode it was the Space Bridge. And what was the? Wasn't there a third one they ripped well, off? Yes, Cybertron being brought to Earth. Which I recall happened at some it happened at some point in the series. It may have been after the movie. I can't remember, but it was at some point in the series where they brought Cybertron into orbit of Earth and it <laughs> made no sense whatsoever, but they did it. Well, just like in this movie. Yeah, this one it made no sense. Wait a minute. So the holes. Oh no. But they're not recording? I might need new batteries soon. Oh, I don't have any. Uh, Well, should we get them? It's up to you. I don't care. Yeah, let's go get (sighs) them. Test. All right. We're back in action. So, real quick, I... We had to get more Energon. Energon cubes. That's my Energon Prime. (laughs) So, I went into Staples. (sighs) And they had a ten pack of Duracell batteries yeah. for five dollars and fifty cents. They had an eight pack of the exact same Duracell batteries, not the special fancy high tech one. Same exact Duracell batteries, eight pack for ten dollars. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. In a ten pack for five fifty, which I bought, or an eight pack for ten dollars. Now, I'm looking at that. Why did that come with a glue stick? I don't know. Well, what use is there of a batter batteries with a glue stick? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. That anyway. makes no sense. The Transformers! No. Megatron! So, I guess we should start at the beginning if we can remember it. I don't know. It was like eight hours ago at the beginning of the damn movie. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I say we start off with the Transformers who were actually in this movie. I, I the, so obviously I don't Optimus know all of them. No, but yeah. Well, there were many unnamed ones. The Decepticons never have a name. There was Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Ironhide, Ironhide, Ratchet, right. Uh, 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 well Some Scottish Autobot And then there were died. these Wreckers Who were these like NASCAR cars Who spoke with either A Scottish or British accent Um, There was a Sentinel Prime Which was the This elder Autobot inventor type Leader guy who was actually played by Leonard Nimoy matron Now hold on though you know he's played by Leonard Nimoy. The face, <laughs> the the face, the face of him was based off of Sean Connery. What? Yes. Why? When they modeled his face, I don't know. They based it off of Sean transform- Connery. Sorry, a transformer of Sean Connery, played by Leonard Nimoy. And you know that they didn't pay Sean Connery anything. So he's just going to be furious. Not even one million dollars. I want one million dollars. You used my likeness as a robot. Damn it! One million dollars. Uh, there was Starscream. There was Megatron. There was Shockwave, and there was Soundwave, and I guess something that was supposed to be Laserbeak. I'm not even sure. Yeah. Again, unnamed, and that was it. And there was there were a lot of other robots, but uh, really didn't know who what their name was of the robots. Robots? Uh, They're all these damn robots! The of these robots had names! I'm supposed to know who these robots are! The stupid thing is, in Transformers 2, Soundwave was a hey, satellite. Hey, Mateo! Mateo! There are robots everywhere! I warn you! I warn you! Moon landing or war- right. In Transformers 2, Soundwave <laughs> was a satellite, which I guess made sense. Communications. Whatever. In this one, Transformers Three, he's a car. Yeah, he was. He became this like henchman. But that doesn't make any sense. Oh well. And then, and, and and Shockwave, number one, did not have a British accent. He had no. He didn't even talk. And number two, Shockwave was like this worm snake thing. That wasn't even him. That was like I don't know what that was. It's something he controlled. Uh. It was like this this worm thing. I don't know. It's like giant worm, it was like tremor, rip-up of Tremors. It made no sense. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah, I know. They, well, Supposedly, I, I don't know, supposedly they, Corey Burton, I don't know if they offered him the part and he just said no or something. But <laughs> well, I don't blame him. He was never going to be allowed to talk. Well, oh, that's true. Mighty Megatron! Someone! Uh, yo, we have this g- I mean, he would have made no sense in the movie. Mighty Megatron, I stole the, the plans from the Russians. Come on. so The Space Bridge. Mighty Megatron, the Space, the space Bridge is open. The Space Bridge is ready. It's open. So, what... We, Poor Shockwave, though, in that original series. they'd open They'd open the Space Bridge, <laughs> and always some Autobot would be sneaking on him. <laughs> they'd always sneak up on him. He would have no, no idea. <laughs> so, if you can... What would you say was the plot of this movie? If there was one. <laughs> Basically, the plot of that the first... It was like two parts of this. It was like several parts of this movie. But wait. It started off... The, the this, movie, is what, this is what I got from the movie. Well, the movie... The hold Decepticons on. are the ones who actually assassinated John F. Kennedy. I know. I don't think they had any... They, they, they that, well, they had a CGI version of John F. Kennedy, which looked like John F. Kennedy... <laughs> If he was, like, a marionette. <laughs> like an actual puppet. Yeah. He just looked absurd. Uh-ray, 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 uh-ray. Uh-ray. All about you. <laughs> you, uh... You, uh... Yeah, I mean, come on. uh. <laughs> But the first ask half. That's not what you could do for your country, er, yeah. uh, that's what you could do for the first, Cybertron. The first half of the movie. Cybertron. The first, not even half, because this movie was so long. The first. The first fifth. <laughs> fifth of this movie was like a ripoff of National Treasure starring Nicolas Cage. Like, uh, you know, the moon landing was not really the moon landing. They went up there to find some robots. <laughs> Chernobyl was uh, not really Chernobyl. It was oh yeah, because of robots. So the Decepticons assassinated Kennedy and caused the, the Chernobyl uh, nuclear meltdown. Uh, well, no, they didn't. The Russians did, trying to use the uh, technology. But, but, well, but then it's like, then, then, of course, the moon landing, and then they, they dragged poor Buzz Aldrin into this movie. What is he doing in this movie? Seriously. <laughs> he's, letting, he's lending, all he's doing is lending credence to this garbage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I was expecting Stan Lee to show up. Well, he has not. No, he's not. I invented the transformer. I'm comic book superheroes. I'm surprised he's not. He wasn't playing Buzz Aldrin or something. You know, it's just a like token old guy. I transform into the evil doer and I chop off the Autobot's hedge. Are you like Stan? Are you Stan Lee on freaking uh, amphetamines or something? <laughs> That's the other thing. I'm gonna chop off Michael Beigehead. He's an evil doer. There he is. That's the other thing. Shia LaBeouf in this movie was like <laughs> He to cry, He was like going insane. He was like every. He was like Shia LaBeouf on Wait. like, uh, uh, crack, uh, LSD or something. This, he was, was this, going was Shia, nuts. this was Shia LaBeouf. Every other scene, Shia LaBeouf. Bootsy Every other scene. (laughs) What was that? Well, that was, he was either screaming or in super slow-mo crying. Oh. Oh. Like, I mean, it it goes without saying spoiler alerts. But toward the end, Bumblebee's about to get beheaded. And he's just standing there crying like, I can't, like, I want to help you, but I can't. And he just stands there. Oh, just... Then the slow motion with him and the girl. Uh And, you know, obviously the girl was not Megan Fox. It was some British girl. And it's like, hello, you've been kidnapped by uh, Patrick Dempsey, of all people. (laughs) You've been kidnapped by uh, by the uh, (laughs) can't-buy-me-love dork. Riding the lawnmower. Kidnapped by him. And... So the next day, yet you're still in all kinds of makeup. Does that make any <laughs> right. sense? No. Then well, uh, alright. So, and then so wait, a wait. Then there were then there were gremlins. You know, the Autobots apparently have like Mogwais, who <laughs> lived with the uh, Shia LaBeouf, Sam Witwicky. But then the Decepticons had these all like these little creature monsters who look like Sharkicons, like mini Sharkicons yeah, or I, something. It just... And then their spaceship looked... And then there was started. all these, like, bug, like, insect decepticons eating Megatron's brain. It, was like, it made no sense. What the hell's going on? So going back to the beginning, the, the, you know, JFK gets assassinated, which has had nothing to do with anything. He wasn't assassinated in the movie. Well, they showed for, like, a second him, like, that Zabruder film. No, that movie. was just him driving in a car. <laughs> what was the point, then? I don't know. First of all, all right. What was the point of John F Kennedy know. being in this movie? Because he was a the president. Then they had Nixon. Who cares? Eh. And then so how come in part one how come in, in, in this one, in part three, they're showing real presidents, Obama, which we'll get to in a second. Oh boy. Nixon and Kennedy. But in and, the first one Johnson, Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. But then in the first one, uh, John Voigt was the president. He, no, he wasn't the president. Yeah, he was. No, he was no, he was the secretary of defense. Yeah. Uh, he was secretary. Whatever. They were, you you mean to tell I'm the secretary of defense, of the United States? You're not telling me about these robots hidden here in this basement, under this dam. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh man. So all right. So it starts off with Kennedy. Then it goes to Nixon. Well, it's the moon. Had the moon landing, and then the and also. Essentially, uh, there there's a war on Cybertron, yeah. where the Transformers come from, their home planet. A pod escapes, which was another movie they ripped off Superman. What was the Ark? A pod escapes, yes. and Optimus Prime's like, "I'm only one of us can escape. He's our only hope." I've sent my son, my son. I've sent my son to the planet Earth to escape the destruction here on the planet Krypton. My son. My are my fun. So, He's our only hope. So uh, now it's ripping off Superman. The mm. pod escapes, crashes on the moon. Uh, NASA detects this rumbling that's on a the moon. Off, hold on, that's a ripoff of Space 2001. So NASA detects a rumbling on the moon. They send Buzz Aldrin up there to, to go check it out. <laughs> Buzz. Uh, they get on there. They're taking pictures of this thing. They see a giant... Uh, robot head, which they never explain yeah. at any point after that, what that was, we have no they idea. a what Giant it was. robot head. Remember With the eye? No, no. Remember they were looking in the ground, like the sand kept like disappearing. Uh, yeah, it was one of the dead Autobots. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they're on the moon. That s- supposedly, according to Michael Bay, that was the real reason for the moon landing was to check out this Autobot spaceship. Then uh Well technically that kind of thing they ripped off from like um The Because they did kind of the same thing in that movie. Well then then they go back to Sam who had just graduated yeah. college, he's going on job interviews for an hour. Can't, can't get a job. Literally an hour of job interviews. No. That that is the, 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 the second fifth of the movie. Well wait a minute, you forgot. He got a, a medal from President Obama. Oh yeah. Right. Who wants to It was like they, they well, just got the first standing. black guy. Oh, the first it was black really, guy they yeah. saw off the street. They're like, hey, come here. You're, you're going to be Obama. Look nothing like Obama. And he had a beard. <laughs> Obama does not have a beard. <laughs> what the heck? Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he gets a medal from Obama. He meets his girlfriend. He goes on job interviews. He gets a job with John Malcolm. He has a junkie car. Which, as you pointed out, it would have been kind of a, a humorous, yeah. nice touch. If it had been a Volkswagen Beetle. If it had been a, a junky old broken down no. yellow Volkswagen Beetle. No, some old Datsun. Datsun? Come on. Datsun? a wa- Wasted opportunity. They got Datsun here. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Then he gets this job with John Malkovich, who's a maniac. Malkovich! Yeah. And then the Chinese guy from the hangover starts like yeah, Ken Jong or whatever he locks Sam in the bathroom and starts like pulling stuff out of his pants and they're like uh, just things ridiculous. from the moon and then laserbe comes and kill or, oh, who we think is laserbe comes and kills the Chinese guy and then uh, and then what happened I don't even remember. it was so long ago <laughs> we just got out of the theater yet it was so long ago I don't even remember what happened. Uh, well, they, uh, that happened, and then, so then everybody realized, oh, the Decepticons are back, then Shockwave showed up at Chernobyl with this giant, the worm, yeah, this giant Tremor thing, the Graboid, and then, um, what about the part where somehow he gets back in touch with John Totoro, because he's, like, a millionaire now, and he's writing books, he's an author... He has this German guy who's, like, his henchman or something, and I don't know. It's just... Then they go see some Russian guys about why the Russian space program ended up going bankrupt, Uh, and it was all a conspiracy. It was a conspiracy. It was a conspiracy, let me tell you. But we couldn't go to the moon after 1972 because there were already robots up there. Yeah, so supposedly, like, the U.S. government and the Russian government were yeah, in cahoots just, with the Decepticons. It's just nonsense. Patrick Dempsey turns out that he's working for the Decepticons. It's just... It, it uh, just didn't make any sense. No sense. And then and then what happened? Then, uh... So then... Oh, oh and then, then, then the they went twist. to the moon. Wait a minute. Then they went to the moon. They pulled out the dead body of uh, oh, um, Leonard Nimoy, Sentinel Prime... <laughs> But yet they didn't pull any of these other Autobots. They could have restarted all these other that's Autobots. What I mean. And could have had more reinforcements. I don't understand this. They pull, bring him back to Earth. They activate uh, him. He double crosses Optimus Prime. Well, that was the big twist, is that I, I brought my master back to life. Now, the thing Sentinel was... Sentinel Prime, I passed the Matrix to That's right. right. It's me, Galvatron. I, I couldn't take him serious. Don't I? It's he, it Galvatron. was the same voice. It was the same voice from it's 1986. Galvatron. Yeah, it was the same voice from 1986. Where's Transformers? Cyclonus? The Transformers, where's the mover? Where is Cyclonus? Ultra Magnus. I'll yeah. rip you limb from limb just like I did Prime. I don't take orders from you, Unicron. It's <laughs> so. Yeah, so uh Gal I try- I mean uh, Sentinel Prime ends up double crossing Optimus Prime and the Autobots. He he like a hundred years ago he made a pact with Megatron to uh I don't know to to to, to, to what? Keep Cybertron uh they- alive So they gotta get a and- space bridge started to bring the planet Cybertron into the orbit of Earth so they could use human slave labor. Now the ridiculous part is the girl who's an idiot she goes Wait a minute, you can't transport people there. Why not? I don't know. Wait a minute. So instead of transporting the humans to Cybertron to be <laughs> slaves there, which I believe is a ripoff of Stargate, SG one, but of course. rather than doing that, why don't we're just gonna transport a whole planet to here? That makes no sense. And well and the other thing that didn't make sense was No sense was, you know. Mr. Anderson, we are uh, going yes. to use the auto... We're going to use the humans yes. as slaves. We're going to use them as slaves, Mr. Anderson. So, okay, you're going to use the humans as slaves to rebuild Cybertron. Wait a minute. Now you're shooting all the humans and killing all of them. Yes. Blowing them all up. Who is writing this script? And then some of them. the space, there was like some... like. You know, some... Uh, now, the Decepticons apparently can't fly on their own. They have to use ships. And they're shooting... It looked like Star Wars. Like, that stupid... Re- uh, uh, what was the last one? The Revenge of the Sith? No oh God. At nonsense. It looked like that. It looked like, uh... They would have been better off with Hayden Christensen it, crying. Oh, God. It looked like... In, remember G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero? Uh, the cartoon? It, you know, when they, like... They would shuttle around with these jetpacks. Like, the Decepticons had to do that. Well, then Optimus Prime had a jetpack. Yeah. Where's my trailer? It has my jetpack. Yeah, he loo- The the running gag with the old original cartoon was, whenever Optimus Prime transforms into a robot, where does the trailer go? (laughs) So in this movie, he actually can't figure out where the trailer went. But it was supposed to be serious. He uh, seriously could not figure out where his trail. was. Then went. Bumblebee couldn't talk again, so he's uh, using all these movie no. clips. There's all these Star Trek movie clips. There's a, In the apartment, there's a scene with Leonard Nimoy as Spock going nuts and like, bashing something <laughs> in. And just, The needs of the many outweigh yes. the needs of the few, Megatron. Yeah, that was... Well, I am Galvatron. Yeah, well, that, that was a ripoff from Star Trek 2. Megatron, is that you? Uh, Here's a hint. Uh, you call this a coronation? I call this bad comedy. <laughs> oh, man. So what else? Then, they're, then they start blowing each other up. And then by the end of the movie, after countless super slow-mo and, and just 9 million times the movie stops for some... So this is what Michael Bay does—some, some BS type of, uh, you know, fake uh, drama. <laughs> All this fake drama. The just, child just, of crying oh, again. Stop, stop with the fake drama. I don't care. So then, uh, let me see. Then let's see who got killed. Uh, the, Ironhide, the Scottish guy, the Scottish, the, yeah, the Autobot Scottish world we never knew Why didn't you just have freaking uh, what's his name, a uh, wheeljack? Ooh. Oh, please don't oh. kill me. Don't kill me. Please Ooh. take me. I surrender. i a coward. Don't kill me. Oh, I'm a coward. Ooh. Can't believe it. <laughs> uh, Megatron's dead. Starscream's oh, well, dead. Again. Megatron's yes. dead again. Starscream's dead again. This guy's like, Jay- uh, how many times Optimus Prime killed Megatron and he keeps coming back? He's like, know. Jason. Starscream is dead again. Ironhide's dead again. Uh, who else? A is killed? Prime! Nah, no, damn it. They this killed time, me. Well, this again. time if they bring him back, maybe he can have a southern accent like <laughs> he's supposed to. Yeah, where's a Wheeljack in these movies? Uh, Where are the Dinobots? I br- I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna build some Dinobots. <laughs> hey, Prime, hey. look what I just created. <laughs> created some Dinobots. I created Autobots with no brains. <laughs> what? You're an idiot, Wheeljack. <laughs> Seal them inside the volcano. And then at the end, you were just so frustrated that they still won't let Bumblebee talk. Well, I don't know about you, but throughout the movie, like in the first movie, we were screaming, but we were trying, you know, we're like, we don't want to ruin it for people. The second one, the same thing. By this one, like part three, I just didn't care anymore. I was just screaming things at the screen, like, like, shut up. Why isn't he talking? What is going on here? This makes no sense. Why is it back in slow motion? Why <laughs> is Sam crying again? I just didn't care anymore. The only thing I lament about this movie oh. is that they did not kill every single Transformer character, so there will definitely not be any more sequels. Well, there is going to be a se- I mean... I- I don't have any uh, insider information But obviously there's going to be another one Like Michael Bay just can't help himself Well he says he's not directing them anymore (laughs) So they'll let somebody else But they'll probably just reboot it Which I think I actually would welcome that Reboot it Make it look like the freaking old Make it look like this Transformers Prime series Where yes it's CGI But they look like the characters used to look Well here's the thing Um, people online are saying it's not the greatest movie in the world, but at least it's better than part two. I don't agree with that. I think they're both horrendous. (laughs) I think all three of them are horrendous. It's better than part two, but that's like saying cat poop is better than dog poop. (laughs) All three of them are equally horrendous. And I guess the only positive I could say about this one, part three... The only positive I could say is number one, they did not show any Transformer private parts. Nah. And number two, there yeah, was they, no. Yeah, but they had they had the mother <laughs> with all these sexual uh, innuendo jokes. Number two, there was no Transformers going to the bathroom. Nah. Yeah, but the, all the Transformers kept like spitting. <laughs> like Starscream yeah, kept true. spitting. They kept spitting, that's spitting, true. spitting blood. Like, what, what is this blood now? They got blood. What, what is this now? All of a sudden, they're spitting. It was a lot of gore in that movie. I was getting what I was saying it was like turned into like a horror movie. Yeah, look, when ever in the Transformers would Optimus Prime ever choose the option of killing anybody, killing humans, killing uh. You know, fellow Transformers, beheading. Yes, the Transformers. Transformers never... Optimus Prime would never. They have would done never that. have become mercenaries for the humans. No, never. And in this one, he's like, you know, the 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 army woman is like, Optimus Prime, you g- go kill that Decepticon. Okay. <laughs> and he walks up to him and like chops his head off. Like, what? That's not Optimus uh, Prime? How could how could Peter Cullen go along with this? Uh, I don't- in all the interviews with Peter Cullen, who does the voice of Optimus Prime, he's always like, you know, Optimus Prime stands for pride and dignity and honor, and he's a role model for the children. Yeah, okay. Now Peter Cullen is basically just collecting a paycheck and saying whatever yeah, the yeah. script writer nonsense, you know, is, is is thrown in front of his face. Well, what is he going to do? What is he going to say? No. Yes. Well, he's doing the cartoon. Well, in the cartoon, are they just, like, walking around chopping people's heads off? No. They don't kill anybody in the cartoon. Exactly. All right, Optimus Prime is a role model. He stands for honor and no- nobility. <laughs> yeah, okay. Esteban was right. These guys are just collecting paychecks. Oh, oh come on now. No honor and nobility. Yeah. Get out of here. Terrible. Terrible. Sentinel, you taught me Freedom always comes first Now I must chop your head off Yes In the name of freedom And what is it? Every single time a robot was going to be killed They're all like, no, no, please, no And they killed him I know What? I can't hear you I am going to have to kill you now (laughs) I cannot hear you begging for mercy Ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> what was the line from the original Transformers the movie? It was uh He who shows no mercy now begs for it. I thought you were made of sterner yeah, stuff. Something like that. No, Optimus No, I I beg you, show show me mercy. I beg you, Optimus. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Give me mercy. <laughs> See, you and I should be doing the voices. Forget, no. forget Hugo Weaving, forget, you know, what do you mean? Darius McCrary, Peter Cullen, and Frank Welker should be doing the voices. <laughs> yeah, but Frank Welker, probably the most prolific voice actor of all time. Second only in stature, probably to like Mel, Mel Blanc. And this this Who's piece dead. Of, this piece of garbage, Michael Bay, basically said to Frank Welker's face, you stink, you're no good, I don't think you could do this. it's like all of the fans are writing in like you know with with the original movie we talked about this all the fans are writing in like well he wasn't going to change it then well michael bay you have to use frank welker he's like all right get this frank welker guy whoever he is get him in here let's let's do an audition frank welker walks in michael bay's like who's this old guy Like, uh, I'm I'm Frank Welker. Yeah, I never heard of you. Get out of here. (laughs) What? How ignorant is Michael Bay? Well, then, of course, he did Soundwave again as Dr. Claw. (laughs) Megatron, I have the boy. Take that, Inspector Gadget. Who is Inspector Gadget? (laughs) I'll catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Why do you keep doing that voice? Oh, man. And I got to tell you, in, in the middle, I don't know what point of the movie it was, halfway two-thirds, and I quipped to you, I said, for the love... Oh, this is the other thing. Uh, you knew they were going to do this eventually. The, the old Bumblebee, he's driving, Spike is in the car with Bumblebee. Bumblebee gets attacked, transforms, Spike goes flying in the air, screaming, and lands in the passenger seat after all the slow-mo. You knew that was going to happen. That happened in the original Transformers, the movie, with Hot Rod and Daniel. Except the difference is Daniel actually knew it was going to happen. And it was part of, like, the, you know, the the, the uh, technique. Right. So in the midst of that, I equipped you. I said, for the, for the sake of this film, please let Shia LaBeouf, this Sam, die. <laughs> let him die. I can't take him anymore. Yeah, it was... I, of course, I used, to look, I used to like Shia LaBeouf. I can't take him anymore. Where has he been? Well, he the was past, in that like, har- two years. He vanished. No, he was in that horrible. He was in that horrible uh, uh, Wall Street. Eye. Oh, that was terrible. A Wall. Street then he was in too. that horrible Wall Street movie, which was abysmal. I saw it the other day. It was Obviously. abysmal. He was terrible. He made a terrible movie yeah. worse. Greed is good. No, oh. Michael Douglas was horrible. Then Charlie Sheen shows up as from the original, you know, the original movie he shows up for like two seconds, but he's Charlie, not playing. Charlie Sheen, what? But he's playing himself. He's got like three women with him. Oh, okay. Hey, Gordon, I've got all these women with me, Gordon. Oh, God. Well, obviously can't take it. If 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 you're listening and you're a fan of our show, Punch Stevenson Show, obviously you know that we went into this movie with not just low expectations, no expectations. We knew it was going to be garbage. We knew it was going to be horrendous. We just wanted to figure out, like, in what way. In what way would Michael Bay and the writers and everyone else botch this even more so than they already have? Well, let me just say this. If you wanted to see a movie that's all about action and all that, honestly, even in that case, I'd, maybe I'd give it, like, a C+. Plus. Hey, here's the thing. For the first... Hold on, for the first half hours, I know. For the first, I don't know, hour and twenty minutes of the movie, it actually wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, even for Transformers movie. It wasn't too bad. When they started getting into the battle scenes, he just—it's just unwashable. And this is not even Transformers. This is not a. a, This is not a, a, um, a. A result of all the CGI or anything like that, or the music. This is what Michael Bay does in every... He does this in freaking Bad Boys. Yeah. He ruins movies with this slow motion and this, this melodramatic movie, uh, uh, music yeah. and this nonsense. He ruins every movie with that. I can't take it anymore. Well, here's my question. Let's say in a movie like this, or, or pretty much any other action movie, but especially in, in this movie... The big, huge final battle takes place in Chicago. Chicago. So, we, yeah. The Decepticons, the Autobots. They're, they're the, the Autobots. are battling. They're. Where was Dan Aykroyd? Buildings are collapsing. Where's Dan Aykroyd? I don't know. We're what? on a mission from Gant. Look, buildings are collapsing. Yes. Streets are getting destroyed. Oh, no, wait a minute. That was the other thing. They fall. The building is now on its side. This building that they've been attacking. The humans are inside. Wait a minute. That was a ripoff of they're, a Jackie Chan movie. They're getting chased. They jump out the window of the building and somehow the laws of physics stop and they come down on the side of the building. This which makes is, no sense. Which is face down. Uh. But they, they did rip that off from, a, I don't remember the name of it, but it was a Jackie Chan movie where he, he like jumps out the, the top window of yeah. a skyscraper and like slides down the side of it. Which was when he did it. When he did it, it was awesome. In this movie, it made no sense. Well, Jackie Chan could defy all the laws of gravity, just, just by doing that like pitter patter like with his (laughs) feet. Yeah, that like little like stop like really pitter patter with his feet. (laughs) So they ripped that off. But my question is, they're destroying, they're demolishing the city of Chicago. Number one. There's, like, five people running around. Where are all the people? Like, where are all the citizens? They all got shot. And number two, it's like... You're just demolishing a city. Yeah. Like, the Autobots, I understand they have to fight the Decepticons, but, like, it just doesn't make sense to me, like... Optimus Prime would just, first of all, chop other other Transformers' heads off. And, like, throw Transformers into buildings... And, like, totally... You know, like... Like, just totally devastate the building... And then throw them into this building... And that building... And then throw them down the street... And it's like... The Autobots destroy cities? I don't remember that ever happening... Apparently they do... And how come in all these... I know it's fiction... I know it's an action movie... But how come in all these action movies... These... These... Entire cities... Get just totally eradicated And obliviated And it's like It's like I thought we were done with it's that It's like just After After the Armageddon And But it's uh, like you, you totally Obliterated the city of Chicago And it's just like It's like just a typical day Ah eh, well Like all the human, Like no one's reacting Like oh my god That historic well, building and Oh my that. god That office building That church That no, apartment no, 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 no. It's just like well, eh, they're almost. The city dead. got destroyed. Yeah, they're almost dead. Oh well, they never oh, well, mention, Never, never once in these action movies do they ever mention like, oh my God, it's gonna take fifty years <laughs> to rebuild. It's gonna take a hundred trillion dollars to rebuild. Oh, and then it's just- never, they never how mention about, any. Of how that? about this German guy who was, uh <sighs> who's the, hen- the, the, the 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 guy <laughs> John with John Turturro's butler? He he can he hacks in via computer to a bridge. A like yeah, we, the drawbridge hundred year was up. old bridge is operated by a computer by Wi Fi. The, the, the drawbridge is up. The army guys have to get across it, so somehow, like this butler guy hacks into the the, the security camera. He sees them, like just standing around scratching their heads. He figures out telepathically, oh, they must want to get across the drawbridge. Let me hack into the drawbridge and lower it. It's like, what do you mean, hack into it? It's a machine. And then then they also... You can't hack into a bridge. Well, they also destroyed the planet Cybertron, apparently. But but, but wait a minute, though. Which was a ripoff of this new Star Trek. Like, if I were sitting here with a laptop or an iPad or something, it's like, hey, I'm going to hack into that tree right there. Like, you just can't hack into things. You can hack into networks. You can't hack into objects. And he's like, there's all this encryption. What? Wait, you got encryption on a program operating a bridge? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 128-bit SSL, it's gonna be a tough one. Oops, I just hacked it. How no, about You cannot hack 128-bit SSL encryption in seconds. It takes like thousands of years to, how about... to hack 128-bit encryption. How about encryption? they bring, how about this is another joke. Ugh. In the original series, in the cartoon, in the episode where they brought Cybertron into orbit of the Earth, it caused all kinds of natural disasters because of the, well, the gravity, gravita- right, the time. gravitational pull. This one did nothing. So what you're telling me is a 1980s the toy laws of science don't exist in this in this movie. Didn't exist. <laughs> a, a 1980s toy cartoon had more logic to it and obeyed the laws of physics more than a 2011 uh, Michael Bay movie. Of course. <laughs> That's how retarded Michael Bay expect? is. Did he do Armageddon? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Pearl Ooh. Harbor. Well, that was I'm, I'm saying. That, do Armageddon that? was another movie that that oh, God. made no use of science. So obviously, on the Punch Steven on the Punch Stevenson show scale of one to three, this gets a zero. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't even fit for review. The only, Like I said, the only bad thing about this movie was they didn't kill all the Autobots <laughs> so that there could never be a sequel. But That's what we were saying. Like At least maybe now, if Bay really quits and they give it to somebody else now and they reboot it, like they're doing with Spider-Man or something, yeah. that they could start over and, and make it as it's supposed to be, right. Transformers. I'm sure they won't, but... Well... I can't. T- I can't. I can't. If... After all that two and a half hours, the very final scene of the movie... Is John Turturro making out with Francis McDermott? No. Well, it was. No, but but I'm saying if. Right? Like, you got... They totally destroyed... They they leveled the city of Chicago. Uh, You know, uh, Optimus Prime chopped off Megatron and Sentinel Prime's heads. All this destruction, everything. If... Then all of a sudden, they go from that and it just cuts to outer, like an outer space shot of Earth. Yeah. And like you're just looking at the planet Earth, and then five seconds later, it just explodes. Ah! Then I would say it gets a three out of three. <laughs> because that means there will be no sequel. nah they would find them and it'd be like the third season where all of a sudden the transformers (laughs) are in outer space and holding wrestling matches and gambling oh oh yeah the gambling they show up on the planet but this is the second season they show up on the planet with these giants (laughs) and they're little oh yeah Yeah, that was a good episode no it wasn't kremzeek oh god kremzeek shows up well that was like in in revenge of the fallen they had that Or or no, I think it was the first one they had that Kremzik guy. Yeah, I think so. Um. But, like, this is what makes no sense, though. From part one to part two to part three, there is no continuity. Like, part one... I think it was part one, I can't remember anymore. I think it was part one where they could... Like, a Transformer could somehow disintegrate itself into marbles. (laughs) And then put itself back together into a Transformer. Then in part two... They have private parts and are going to the bathroom. Now in part three, none of them are disintegrating themselves into marbles. None of them are going to the bathroom. Now they have tentacles yeah. that, that can just be released from any part of their body. It's like, where are the rules here? There has, I know it's fiction. I get that. But there ha- like, in order to have successful fiction, there has to be some guidelines that, that the writer is following. They can't just keep making stuff up as they go along and well, forgetting the... Yeah, the, but why not? But you, because because this, to have these good movies. science fiction... It's like you're a fan of this, the old TV show Star Trek. If one episode, Spock can mind meld, and then all of a sudden the next episode, yeah. mind melding never existed, but now he can like shoot laser beams from his eyes. And then the next episode, he like no one's ever heard of him shooting laser beams from his eyes. No one's ever heard of mind meld. But now he can, like, shoot fireballs from his hands. It's like, what is... Like, this show doesn't make any sense anymore. In a show like Star Trek, even though it's science fiction, there, there, there are established rules of that storyline, of that universe. I know. In this Transformers, Michael Bay, there has to be established rules that they're sticking by. They can't just keep changing it as they go along. They're going to. I don't know. Let's wrap it up because right. I I can't ta- I can't take it anymore. I cannot take it. All right. Cannot take it. Uh one other thing. I have a whatever happened to whatever happened to Bugle Boy Gene. <laughs> In the late 1980s, early 1990s, they were like the ultimate fashion thing, at least where we live in New Jersey, they were like yeah, they were cheap. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, oh, those bugle boy jeans you're wearing! Uh, Remember those commercials? Well, it was like all those those jeans the the the, uh, the Cavarichis and the Zubaz pants and the <laughs> bum equipment, <laughs> the bum equipment and the uh, whatever happened to Z Cavarichi? I think we've that Whatever happened to IOU sweatshirts? Oh, no, IOU. Whatever happened to bum equipment and skids and Zubaz and Bugle Boy jeans and LA gear? I'm not saying I wanted to come back because it was terrible, but. Hope not. uh, I have a couple other things real quick. Why are you. What about my list? Celebrity death. We have a big one. Why don't we just do this during the week? Well, we're here now. Yeah, but... Alright, let me just do a celebrity death. Alright, I'll save the celebrity death. Um... One other thing. I saw a commercial the other day. (laughs) Roseanne... Has a reality show and stuff. I'm on a farm and stuff. Uh, it's, it's a reality show starring Roseanne Barr. It will be canceled in one week. Who is now a farmer, evidently. Hey. Okay. i They're running out of of <laughs> former, you know, celebrities to. To do reality, they just they're running. Who's nothing, next? There is nothing. Less. Who is next in a reality show? I don't know. Like uh Tony Danza. Uh, hey Angela. Hey Hey Angela. Samantha. Uh, Samantha. Uh. Mona. Uh. Well, he had his own talk show. Oh. Was, Scott Baio has had a reality show. Roseanne Barr. Uh. Was Willie Ames on us that Willie ain't he? Look, uh, Charles. Remember the surreal life like MC Hammer, Vince Neil, and Emmanuel Lewis. They had a reality show. The two Corries had a reality show. It's like who's left? Nobody, hopefully. Louis <laughs> Anderson. Louis. It'll be me eating cupcakes. Oh, and, and just to, to finish off. You know the other big movie that's been out now is this freaking last Harry Potter. Oh God! Thankfully, <laughs> this Harry B- and that's like all these people. You know, I was coming when I came to work yesterday, and I cut through here. You had all the idiots lined up at you know eight in the morning to oh. get in Harry Potter. Harry po- is Dumbledore still alive? I have no idea. I don't even know who that is. The, the guy that, that was Richard Harris originally, and then the the other guy took oh, over. Right. We could have dueling uh, uh, Dumbledores. Yes, Richard it's, Harris. It's like yes. Hey, Harry. MacArthur Park is... Harry. And then the other guy... The dark. Yeah, and the other guy talks like... He sounds like Alan Rickman. Hey, uh, Harry. Why don't you get me my gin and tonic, Harry? <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> uh. Harry Potter. Whatever. I, I, I genuinely have no... I, I, just don't care. That's I've it. never cared about Harry Potter. Hey, right, no more. No more. Alright. Shut it off. Yeah, you know, so uh one one last thing I was gonna say about the uh, the Transformers movie. Uh so Transformers 3, the wall. Uh <laughs> wish you were here. <laughs> shine Shine on, you crazy diamond! <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this but you probably did but at that one point where uh, stupid Sam Shia LaBeouf is in that office of John Malkovich and John Malkovich is screaming about the color of a a mug on some woman's desk right and you see this guy this crazy looking guy walks up with a garbage can takes it throws it in the garbage can well that was the guy Jeff from Chuck Jeff. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You know, crazy looking Jeff. I don't know his real name. Jeff. Jeff, it's me, Jeff. You do not drink the coffee cup. Oh, you've got the wrong color. Oh, that's right. You've got the wrong color of the cup to drink your coffee in, Jeff. <laughs> it's me, Barney. You cannot use red cup on this floor, Jeff. My other comment. About- right, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? So yeah, the actor's name's actually uh Scott Krinsky. But there was a little like there was like a fat kid with red curly hair who had walked across the screen right before him, and that's this fat kid who's works in the Buy More on Chuck. He's been there like the whole series. Oh. I have no idea who he is. Was he like a an extra? Almost. Almost. And then the other tie-in to Chuck is that, uh, not in the garbage movie, but on the television show Transformers Prime, uh, one of the Decepticons' uh, breakdown is the character is actually voiced by Adam Baldwin, who, of course, is John Casey on Chuck. You no, know, the big is, guy. Is he a... Uh... No, he's not. What? He's not related to any of the Uh, Alec or Daniel or Billy or Stephen Baldwin. So who's the guy that you said threw out the mug? That was the Jeff. Scott Krinsky. Who was he on the show? Jeff. You you don't know Lester and Jeff, the Indian guy and the big fat white guy with the crazy hair? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was him? Yeah, oh. no, I haven't watched saw th- it. I haven't watched the show uh, In years. Stink. stink, you stink. The show stinks. Not what? No, come on. That show stinks, Bumblebee. <laughs> Not that bad. <clears throat> well, the other thing that I wanted to say about Transformers Three is that, like we mentioned in the beginning, you and I saw it in three D. Yes. Like the, the, what do they call it? Uh, the, the Real D or whatever it's called now. Yeah. Not IMAX. Not IMAX. Not IMAX. Mm. I iMac. IMAX. Not so, IMAX. So after we did our review in the car, I realized, mm. I went home and I realized, wait a minute. I totally forgot we saw that movie in 3D. That is how useless the 3D <laughs> was in the movie that I forgot it was even in 3D. The well, as I there recall was nothing, there was not one single right I figured all this action, the robots, the no. shooting and the fighting no. and the car chases there wasn't one single scene no, oh, because you that had... made use of 3D, like no. like bullets flying no. at my face or cars crashing through the screen. Nothing, nothing. No. It, it, it 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 should have just been a two dimensional movie. Exactly, we've wasted our money. But yeah, no, no, the reason is, first of all, the movie was not shot on 3D cameras. So when you don't shoot on 3D cam, now the problem is, 3D cameras are very large. They're very heavy. They're very expensive. The film is much more expensive, and you know, especially with like, it's the funny thing is, Bay didn't even use a shaky cam, which obviously is like impossible with 3D. I mean, how the hell are they going <laughs> to do that? But you going to shake a four thousand pound camera. Yeah. So it, it's a lot more. It's a lot more difficult to uh, to do that. But you know, the crazy thing is. Well, the other thing is I think you also have to, even if you don't shoot on 3D cameras, you have to do a lot in the, you know, editing and that stuff. And he probably didn't want to. Yeah, but he could have, like, okay. Let's say I'm Michael Bay. And I'm shooting Transformers 3. I know that it's going to be released in regular movie theaters in, in, in 2D, but also in 3D. Yeah. So in the back of my mind as I'm shooting each scene wouldn't I set up the shots to take advantage of 3D and have things flying at the screen like 3D madness Yeah but where was the if- 3D madness there was it, it, it was just a 2 dim- it was like a a, a two-dimensional movie with some slight depth to it yeah. There was no reason for this movie to be released in well, 3 Well, remember, this movie was two and a half hours. For the first hour and a half, there was hardly any Transformers in it. Well, yeah, it was Shia LaBeouf going on job Screaming. Yeah, screaming and... Look, the, the, the main reason, you know, with the 3D and the IMAX with this movie, and the, and and people are like, oh, this movie saved 3D, but why basically hold on it's a gimmick it's a $4 gimmick so you know you're going to be you're you're these movie theaters making all this money on this this technology that costs them nothing cuz they already have it and that's really what it's all about yeah but i i understand it's a $4 gimmick i'm fine with that <laughs> as long as like as long as the filmmaker you know uses it well like what's the point of me paying four dollars extra to go watch a 2d movie but just with sunglasses on there isn't any but he again why would he care (laughs) i guess he wouldn't silly me shame on me for thinking he would care look you i go back but my best example with all this stuff is you go back to the third star wars prequel which was the Revenge of the Sith. Which was a horrible movie. And and yet, the, the crazy thing about that movie was it came out, and aside from the Star Wars freaks, nobody saw it, like, you know, on the first day. Yeah. But people were really, really annoyed with the second one. And that one came out, and I think you could tell that people just weren't as into it. And the first like wave of people went to see it. Let's say over the first like weekend or two, and the reviews were not very good. Even though a lot of people were like, oh, this is the best prequel, blah, 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 but like Star Wars people were like, no, this is this is this is heinous. Well, this is high anus. Obviously, this is high anus that you've got this robot buried in the basement. You don't tell anybody that about high anus. So. Um, what movie was that from High Anus High Anus I'm trying to think I think it was the one with um, I think it was the one with Alec Baldwin what movie was that no it wasn't with Alec Baldwin I think it was the Matthew McConaughey movie anyway it was like a, a trial movie anyway uh, with Samuel L. Jackson um. so what I was saying was um, you know so basically because I, I remember when I went to see it it had probably been out for a couple of weeks and I, it seemed like everybody I knew that went to see that Star Wars Revenge of the Sith knew that they were going to hate it they knew it I knew I was going to hate it I knew I was just wondering if I was going to stay awake the second one, I slept through about a third of it. So, I think people were kind of wondering, kind of saying to themselves, you know what, this movie is probably going to be terrible, but it's Star Wars, we have to go see it anyway, because we were Star Wars fans. That's, that's almost how I felt. You know, like, it's almost like you have to go to you know you're like you have some like relative you don't really like and you and they're, they're having like a party for them you're like ah you know i got to go or like it's in-laws and i don't really like this stupid uh you know brother-in-law or sister-in-law or something but ah eh, got to go to the stupid party you're you you're, you're obligated yeah so it was almost like an obligation as a star wars fan to go and see this thing and it was hideous now, in the case of Transformers, even though I'm a Transformers fan, I felt no obligation to see any of them after the first one. We, we, we did it just to make fun of it. Well, we were obligated to make fun of them. Yeah. I mean, if we weren't doing the podcast, I would not have seen it in the theater. No. I wouldn't have seen any of them, probably. Right. I think, no, I think we would have seen the first one. The, the first one, we didn't really know what to expect. Well, the fact that Frank Welker got wow—you knew that going in, yeah—and the robot designs and just yeah, I I guess yeah, that was pretty bad. But anyway, so horrible. Oh, uh, and the, the one thing I was going to add: um, a couple episodes uh, episodes ago, we reviewed uh, Super Eight episode one seventy three, yes, the J.J. Abrams movie. Yes. Did you realize that the science teacher who had previously been uh, a scientist working for the government, you know, with the alien, and then he wound up, like, touching the alien and had some psychic connection, you know, the black guy. Yes. Do you remember what movie he was in? Involving Creatures. Uh, critters? No, not. critters. Why Gr- would I care about critters? Gremlins. Yes. Oh, well, that was the yes th- th- that 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 was the the critters, oh my. the critters rip off. Oh, what? No, gremlins was uh, I. The gremlins did not rip off critters. I think oh, that's good. what I was gonna say. When I remember those those little guy, the little Decepticons who look like shark that's what they look like. They look like critters. Yes. They ripped off critters and gremlins. But well, that was super eight. But anyway, um yeah, in, in Gremlins, uh, the guy's name is Glenn Turman. Um that yeah, he was in Gremlins. He was uh, Mr. Hansen. And he was the uh I think he was like a biology teacher or something like that. Um and uh when they found, you know, when he saw like the the you know, whatever the magwire got duplicated or whatever replicated, and he gave one of them to him to study, and then it, I think it was, it may have been Spike, and it, you know, grew into the gremlin, and then you know he was trying to co, you know, trying to find it, and he put his hand in the in the filing in the in the uh, desk drawer, and it bit its bit his hand off, and I, I think killed him. But I, like, that. was watching that movie, I was like, wait a minute. This guy, I, re- I remember this guy from somewhere. And then it hit me. All right. Uh, I'm all transformed out. Yeah. Gotta move on. So, um... Oh, you know, I was gonna... <laughs> There's another thing I was gonna mention. Um... We talked about, like, Sean Connery and how that, in the movie, supposedly, the Sentinel Prime character, they had based his face off of Sean Connery. One million dollars. And not paid him a million dollars. Um, so, it's interesting. I, I, I think I had known about this before, but Sean Connery has a brother named Neil Connery. All right. And Neil Connery was also an actor, and he looks exactly like Sean Connery. That's really weird. It's scary. You know, like if you look, look him up. I mean, it's I don't know if the internet movie database doesn't have a picture. Look at Google Images. He was basically like nobody. Yeah, I think... Yeah, just go to Google Images. The first picture that comes up is, like, uncanny. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) even has the same goatee and all, and the boldness. So instead of paying $1 million, you could pay this guy, like, $5, and it's the same thing. So... The funny thing is... Um... He starred in a, uh, in a, uh, in some kind of Italian 1967 spoof movie of James Bond, and it was called OK Connery. Oh, Operation Kid Brother? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, in the United
0: States. Like, who's going to see that? But um, basically, (laughs) the plot says. England's best secret agent is not available, so his younger brother is brought in to defeat the evil crime syndicate. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's really good. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is, this was the same year that they came out with that garbage casino royale. Well, All right, it's probably better than that. And not only that. Not only that. um Wait, I'm, I'm trying to read here. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> Apparently, uh, his voice was dubbed by an American actor with an American accent! How dare they! What about his movie, The Body Stealers? I don't think that's very good either. <laughs> but anyway, this this O.K. Connery movie, the, the crazy thing is that they actually got... Bernard Lee, who played the role of M in, in all those you know, 60s and 70s James Bond movies, they got him to play almost the same character, Lois Maxwell, who was Miss Moneypenny, to play almost the same character, and a few other people from the movies. So it was like they were all spoofing it, except for Sean Connery. Instead, it was Neil Connery spoofing it. Which is basically the same thing. Except that he didn't get to use his own voice. <laughs> because cause apparently it says when they dubbed it, he was being treated for appendicitis and was unavailable. So the in the English version, somebody else had to dub <laughs> dub it. Stupid. Yeah, but w- w- was he speaking a foreign language? Uh, no, but you know in those old movies back then, they were like dubbing everybody. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if their their sound was bad or something or... You know, the directors were like screaming too much off screen uh, off camera I don't know Neil Connery also starred in a movie called Eric the Conqueror hmm. yeah so, Neil Connery is is kind of like a Frank Stallone ah uh, you guessed it <laughs> you guessed it So, Frank which, Stallone which movie do you think is better actually which movie do you think is worse uh oh Operation OK Connery or whatever that is yeah, or Zardoz uh, I don't well I don't know I've never seen OK Connery so I can't, Zard- I, can't I I don't know Zardoz is, is pretty bad it's awful I know I think that's I, I would think OK Connery is probably better because you had so many of those original Bond actors in the movie but yeah oh well alright so let's wrap this one up with a celebrity death let's do it okay alright I'm gonna guess who you're gonna say (laughs) (laughs) he was born September 16th 1927 he died June 23rd 2011 he was 83 years old. Mm. And, uh, uh... Just, yeah. Just one more thing. What one more is, thing. Just one more thing here. His name is yeah. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Colombo. Yes. Lieutenant. Uh, you see, um... You know, my wife always tells me that, uh, you know, uh... I, I've got to eat more spinach. And, and, and just one more thing. Just one more thing. Um, um... You said that you uh, you said that you were uh, you were having dinner with Mr. Colson, uh two nights before yesterday. Yes, that's right, Lieutenant. What's the big deal? Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. Two days before was uh, three minutes and ten seconds before Mr. Coulson sneezed, and then the waiter came over here, and, the, and 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 it was like, where is this guy going with this stuff? <laughs> And every single time, even though he had figured out the case and told it to them, he still didn't have any evidence. (laughs) Like, he would figure the motive out. He'd figure the whole case out, but not have any evidence. It was all circumstantial. And these stupid idiot villains, rather than just saying, ah, you don't know, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Just talk to my lawyer. You know, get out of here. They would try and kill him. <laughs> of course. Well So that's, then he would arrest them. But that's the natural uh you know reaction when someone starts babbling in court yes. <laughs> naturally uh You wanna kill them. The per- yeah, the person attempts murder. <laughs> that, no, this wasn't in court. This was in their office. <laughs> you know what I mean. Because as you know, he, he always he the The murderer was never some, like, two-bit thug or anything, or drug dealer, or or gang member. It was always, like, some rich person. (laughs) Yeah. Lieutenant Columbo. Who do do you think was the bigger star with the glass eye? A Peter Falk or Shammy Davis Tough one. They should have teamed up. Uh, Maybe they did. I don't know. Well, and also don't forget our very first episode ever. Who did we who did we talk about? Uh, I don't know. We talked about Peter Falk and Paul Reiser. That's right. Yeah. Was it our first episode or second? I think it was the second one. Alright, this Pawn Stevenson Show, episode two. Wow. The thing about my folks. Oh god, which was horrible. Starring Paul Riser and Peter Paul Reiser. Falk. Paul Reiser, who attempted a television comeback earlier this year, which lasted—did it? Did it last? Well, it lasted one week, right? I didn't even know about it. What? Nobody did. He went. He had to do like the talk shows, and would go on the talk shows and tell people he, he thought the show stunk. Hadn't <laughs> even aired yet. This is the first time hearing of it. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh... What kind of promotion is that? I don't know Peter Falk It's like Yeah you know I got this new show Coming out but Yeah you don't really Want to see it (laughs) Nah Wait what If I were the producer Of that show I would have him murdered (laughs) Well, well, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, the, uh, uh, I mean, uh, 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 you know, the, uh, uh they have to do the show, you know, they had to do the show, and, and 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 and, you know, I really didn't like where the show was going, but I had to do it anyway, you know, it's a contract, I signed a contract, I had to do the show anyway, I signed the contract. Uh, oh, All right, yeah, Peter Falk, you know, a lot of people thought that because he played Columbo. That Peter Falk was Italian, but in fact, he was not. What was his family background? Uh, he was Jewish, and his father's uh, ancestry was from Russia. The mother was from Poland or something like that. But Russia. <laughs> mother Russia. Uh, but yeah, but he's from New York City. But yeah, and and he actually wore that same trench coat for like fifty years. That was his trademark. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean you look at his filmography and it's like <laughs> almost every single thing is some kind of, you know, cop. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you look at his filmography and it's just Columbo and the thing about my folks. <laughs> no, he did more than that. <laughs> so he was typecast. Well, he was. T- you look at this. He was. T- he he was always playing an Italian, Italian American, but he he wasn't though. That was was so weird. That doesn't make sense. I, I guess it just people assumed that he, he was Italian and not Jewish. They could have gotten Frank Stallone. What in his sixties? Who is Italian? Half. Yes. Well, what's the other half? Uh, I forget what the mother was. <laughs> Jackie Stallone, uh, other than a crazy person, but you know, she's the astrologer. Hey yo. Hey yo. So, uh, yeah. Done? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll just have to call the quits right there. We'll just like, quits. like, done f- forever or done for this episode? Uh, I think we may be done forever. You'll just have to tune in next time to find out if there is an exit. Oh, cause I had a couple more things. Yeah, but we're we're done. The show's done. No, we're off the air. No, it's it's all over. All right, quickly. Wait, hold on. Which show was it that that was the bit at the end of the show? Was that they'd been canceled every week? <laughs> I don't know. Was it? Was that you? Was it you? Can't do that on television, or it was the Muppet Show? Maybe. I don't remember the Muppet Show that got canceled every week. No. Uh, I have another celebrity death. And you're going to do it in this episode? Yeah, he died, fast, real fast. Uh, he died July 12th, he was 94 years old. Sherwood Schwartz. <laughs> Any clue? Uh, h- yes, that's right, lovey, he created my show, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and? Gilligan! Yeah, and and the Brady Bunch. That Brady the Brady bunch. bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. So that was real quick. Betty Ford died. Who cares? <laughs> um. And I have a... I'm bringing it back. Oh. Okay. Stupid Style. Stupid Style. Oh, boy. Have you seen this? So, a quick refresher. I work in New York City. So, obviously, I'm walking around. I see the styles. Stupid Style. Young women and girls, like, like you know, like, teenagers... <clears throat> walking around with extremely ridiculously short shorts. And I okay. know that, you know, like, back in the 70s or whatever, the early 80s, like, Daisy Dukes, the Dukes of Hazard, the short shorts... No, 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 no. This is, like, teenage girls, like, 20-year-old girls, women walking around with like cut off jean shorts that look like like a like like a G string and I swear to god it's the stupidest thing because the pockets of the shorts or, or, or of the pants that they cut the pockets are dangling out nah. underneath the shorts that's how short the shorts are it
1: yeah. look,
0: it, it's like something from Arkansas it looks so Redneck and and white trash oh, and stupid. Hey, wait a minute! I, I think that's unfair. And what parent is letting, you know, the 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 fifteen-year-old daughter out in these like underwear-looking shorts with the with the pockets hanging out from underneath the shorts? Nah, they don't care. Stupid. I know, but they don't care. You know, whatever happened to jeans or sweatpants or stretch pants? Nah. <laughs> well, that's what the girls wore when we were growing up. They weren't wearing underwear outside. Yeah, I know. But then we got to high school and they all wore grunge. And it was terrible. Terrible. I, I, I've i said this before. I felt denied of something. <laughs> we look at the girls now. They're, like, dressed as, like... Hookers, but that's what I mean. I know, but somewhere in the middle would have been nice. Oh well. Why are Why are they wearing a heavier flannel shirt than me? That come on. <laughs> what this This is not Wisconsin. It was grunge. I hated gr. Hated it. There's some... Huh? Insects yeah, in here. Kidders. Their problem. <clears throat> <clears throat> you are my slave now, human germ! Okay, what was that from? Remember they would always say that in the original cartoon? No. Oh, uh, you human germ! <laughs> they loved that. Soundwave, give me a status update. As you command Megatron. See, I can't do it without the vocoding. That's uh, Shockwave. As you command Megatron. Megatron. Shockwave, give me status. Open the space bridge. <laughs> Which aisle are you? All the way down there. Transform and roll out. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess I don't know. Some, if you're freeing them one night this week, can FTP me this shit, and then we can finish whatever I was gonna do there. Sure, sure, I will. Sal Rosenberg. Okay, shut up. (laughs) Still waiting for a sequel. (laughs) I guarantee. I GUARANTEE! Think of it's... Whatever happened to tea. that guy? Who? Remember it was like that Cajun chef guy on PBS? I GUARANTEE! I don't remember that, no sir. <laughs> Do you remember the, the frugal gourmet? The galloping gourmet? I didn't watch PBS, I'm not Ben. Uh, <gasps> Walk with Jan? No, why? Jan can cook? Why would I remember anything from PBS? <laughs> I never watched the joy it. of painting. Well I remember Bob Ross because it was stupid. Walk with Young. Ah Young can't cook. I'm uh, no walk wrong with the Young. I'm no member of that no. I uh, cook. I very good cook. <laughs> Christ, no wonder they, he's not <laughs> on the air anymore. No, he was good that show was good though. Okay. Alright. I'm sorry. Easy. He was he it was a good show though.